Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. If you hunt enough, you learn the truth. What you seek speaks a language and knows it well. That's why every Primo's call for everything you hunt is made the right way. We sweat every detail so you get more out of every hunt and nothing leaves our hand until we know it'll work in yours because we don't just make the world's best calls we speak the language primos just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at paddle and fin podcast we use the anchor.fm recording platform Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Finn podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brian. Tonight I'm flying solo. Scott's dealing with some stuff, so uh, uh, we didn't want to pass up on this guest. Tonight we got Corey Barnett from Savior Outdoors, one of the new innovative products that's on the fishing market, and uh, we wanted to chat with him tonight, something that I believe all you guys should have on your gear and definitely be uh, looking into. Um, so without further ado, Corey, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for sitting down and, uh, chatting with us tonight. So, um, you know, uh, why don't you start off talking about, you know, kind of how you got into fishing and then how you came up with the idea of the actual retrieval device. Well, how we, how I came up with the actual idea of the retrieval device, uh, it's kind of a, it's been kind of a lifelong thing. Um, and not that I've lost that many fishing rods but as kids uh, i had a friend of mine that um we'd he'd come pick me up in his john boat we'd we'd uh we lived on a lake back in illinois and um he'd come pick me up on his john boat and we'd go fish in the morning and when it got hot at the end of the day you know we would uh we'd flip the boat over and you know through all that we we lost a couple rods and you know the idea just started bouncing around in my head you know, even as a, even as a, a teenager, you know, I mean, the idea of getting a fishing rod back just always kind of intrigued me. So, um, I mean, we were fast forward about 25 years, I guess it was. And, um, my father-in-law and I, and, uh, my brother-in-law too, were, we were, uh, fishing on Lake Barkley and my father-in-law just 
flopped it right in the water. I mean, wasn't anything he could do. wasn't anything he did. It's just one of those mistakes. You, you never know when it's going to happen. Sure. And, uh, you know, he, he dropped that right in the water, and it was just like, boom, a light bulb went off. And I was like, man, you know, there's got to be something out there. And we went to the we went to the, to the uh, tackle store and found a rod float. You know, everybody kind of put one on. And, you know, I was like, these these things should work, but man, you, it was just that I felt it, you know, and as, as it went further along, um, you know, it, it just became something that, you know, I never, I, I, even though I want my fishing rod back, I don't want to feel something on a fishing rod that, or I, I don't want, I don't want to know that there's something that is on that fishing rod that is, going to do that for me you know i mean and and the only way to do that is to make something mechanical shoot a float out make something buoyant come up to the surface and make it small so that so that there's no um there's no um feeling from that device and um that's just been kind of uh it's been 10 years man i mean that that idea came to me my daughter's 11 now she was one year one year old uh, when this happened and, um, you know, it took me years and years to develop it. I mean, just, we didn't have any money, you know I mean? We just kept, we just, I just kept, uh, doing drawings and I'd take one piece to, I'd take a, a group of pieces to pieces to another machinist. So they wouldn't talk. Cause I didn't have a patent. Sure. You know, I didn't know all the, I didn't know. Anything, but, uh, I'd take, I'd take some pieces there, take them back, try them out. See if they'd work and some of them did, some of them self-imploded but um, for the most part i still have all my all my prototypes and um you know they um they all work they all need to be signed you know it's just, it's just a trial and error process you know i mean it just, it just keeps going you know and we're and still to this day i mean i, I still think of ways that i could uh, that i can improve it you know i mean it's pretty refined now i mean we've got it down to um down to a uh, science on how to how to do everything with it because it's so small that anything you do to it is, is, um, um, it can affect it because of the very big device. So a, a little change is actually a good thing in something like this. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's turned into something that I mean, we never need to buy it. You know, I mean, it would just, it's turned into uh, that following. But uh, it's just really cool. I mean, the people that I've met out of it, I mean, like Jay and, and uh, all my show staff guys, it's just it's awesome. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's definitely different, and it's it's cool because, like you said before, when you guys bought those floaties for your rods and stuff, like it it doesn't impede the actual rod itself. So, you guys listening at home, like if you haven't seen this, basically it's it's just a piece that fits on your rod. It could be retrofitted on any rod, or you can buy some of Corey's rods um, with them already on there. And it's just a different butt end. I've seen them personally up close. It's nothing different than your normal split end rod. And, um, I mean, that that's the key thing about it, I think, is it, it's nothing that, you know, is hanging off your rod, getting in your way. It's It's just a normal fishing rod, and that's the coolest thing about it. So... Yeah. Right, and that's and that's the way um, during development of it. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it's hard for people to understand, but 
if if I could feel it on the fishing rod, I mean, it was pretty much a no go. You know, right. I mean, I was I I was a clip on. Um, I, I had it as a clip on piece for a while, and I mean, although it's great that way, I mean it. And we probably would have sold a few more, but I mean, I had to go all in with the with going to and making it a glue on piece and putting it on the butt end of the rod because it's such a much better product, especially for the bass fish industry. Because I mean, you think about you think about a bass fisherman. And you think about when he picks his rod up, you know, you don't want, especially being a fishing rod float, if if there's our product, we don't want to impede fishing in any way. Sure. You know, I don't want the, I don't want the line getting tangled up. I don't want any of that. You're, uh, if, if the, if, if the, um, and when, when I was developing it, if, if I could feel it on a fishing rod, I mean, it was, I, I got, I ditched it, you know, and, 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 um, it just became something that, you know, I was like, man, it, it's going to have to be something that's so balanced and, and, um, feel and, and feel just like a regular fishing rod that, you know, and, and pretty much no compromises is what I, is what I set out for on that. And that's why we went to the butt end of the rod too. Sure, so, sure. So that, would, so that it would do that. So I mean, you can be honest, man. All us bass fishermen, we're just a bunch of crybabies. <laughs> well, I mean, n- not only that, not only that. I'm not saying that. No, I know. I'm just joking. Not, it, it's not just that. It's just when you when you see a bass, when when you know they're they're bite somewhere, or if you know you know there's a bass somewhere, and you're, you're picking up four or five rods trying to get to a bass. You know, it, it, you've got three baits on, on, on the, on your kayak or on the deck of your boat. I mean, you don't want to pick that thing up and have your, some, have to deal with something with your line because sure. of a rod float, because you may lose it. I mean, that, and that's kind of been my, that's kind of been my, my, my way of thinking around it. You know, I mean, you might lose your fishing rod, but you know, you, you don't need something on your fishing rod every cast you know, affecting every cast or the, or the sensitivity of, of your rod. So, you do. so, I mean, that's, that's kind of been the, kind of been the motto of it. You know, sure. I mean, that's kind of been the way we, that I've thought about it. You know, I, I yeah, no, you don't I, ever go out. You don't ever go out thinking you're going to lose it or you don't ever want to lose it. Right. You right. Know, it's, it's, it's just, it's just a simple fact that listen, if you need it, it's there. It's kind of like seatbelt. Sure. You know, or, sure. Or insurance. Yeah, it's just a safety device for sure. I mean, it's just a safety device. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, we told this story on an episode long ago, but I had an instance over the summer where I almost lost a rod. I was in a kayak fishing my local lake here, and uh, I seen this bat swooping, swooping down, eating mosquitoes over the lake, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw something black behind me after I saw this bat flying around and i'm like man that better not be the bat and i kind of swatted my hand next thing you know i feel something on my on my head well me being the little sissy that i am i dropped my rod not thinking about it and was like swatting at my hat because i thought there was a bat sitting on my head and lo and behold it, it was a moth in the meantime i'm like where's my rod well i dropped it it was sinking in the lake luckily 
I was able to retrieve it by sticking my paddle down in the water and pulling it back into the boat. But had I yeah. had I had, you know, the savior retrieval device, I mean, it would have been no worries. And I think that's I mean, like I said at the beginning, you know, it's like we as fishermen, we spend so much money on our gear, especially rods, reels, you know, lures, things like that. I mean, you can drop a rod exactly. that that could be 150 bucks down the drain, you know. Whereas exactly. if you if you get the savior device, um, you know, uh, you know, off the top of my head, what's the retrieval device for a retrofitted rod? Like thirty bucks, right? Yep, thirty bucks. Yeah, I mean, thirty bucks to save one hundred and fifty makes sense to me. Um, right. But uh, and you know, I've I've had numerous conversations with Jay um, about it, and he had an instance where he was heading out in a tournament and he lost his rod didn't realize it he was heading back into shore and he saw a, a savior bobber floating in the water and he's like what the heck and he looked back sure enough his rod was gone he grabbed the bobber pulled up the line and bam there was his rod he's like you know had i not seen that bobber i wouldn't have known you know but he's like i was able to get my rod back and i didn't even know i lost it i mean that's just exactly. that's just huge, man. And uh, yeah, he told me that story too. And I'm like, you didn't get yeah. it on film, <laughs> right? Right. Well, <laughs> did you get it on film? Did you have it taped? He's like, I didn't. Know. <laughs> right. So. Well, I know the other night when we talked on the phone, you guys just posted a video from one of your your pro staff guys. He was trolling, right, and reeling in a fish. His other line went off. It pulled his rod out, sunk to the bottom yeah. of the lake. He reeled in that fish, let it go, went over, grabbed the bobber, pulled his rod back in, and then fought the fish for a couple minutes, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> my first my first video that I made, um, it's, it's on website. Um, we took a, uh, we took a, uh, a, a camera crew out, and um, all day. It was me trying to catch a fish. You know, I mean, I, I, my buddy, my best friend, and that's him on his boat um, out on my cousin's lake because we know we can catch fish there. I mean, never been skunked at this place, cause, so that's why we went. Sure. And, um, you know, we, we uh, and all day we were trying to get me to catch a fish. He's up in the front just whacking them. I mean, caught a, caught a three pounder, caught a bunch of two pounders, three pounders, ended up catching a five pounder. And this is, we, we get to the end of the day. And uh, he ends up catching the fish that, that is on that video. He actually caught. And uh, <clears throat> I just, and he's got, and, and he has all Savior retrieval devices on his rods too. And um, I just sitting in the back, I was just sitting in the back of the boat and I said, hand it to me, Tobe. And it, it, that was actually his rod. So I left the fish <laughs> attached. That's awesome. And ended up throwing his rod, his reel, his fish, everything in the water. And ended up getting the getting the rod and reel back and caught the fish for the second time. With, That's cool. With uh, with him, but yeah, man. I mean, it just I I was skunked all day long. I didn't catch a fish <laughs> the whole day because it was there's so much pressure on me to catch a fish. Couldn't do it. Yeah. No, so. I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah. That's sweet. That's sweet. So, I mean, let's uh, let's kind of break down how the actual retrieval device works, so to speak. Say. You have it retrofitted on your rod, or you have a savior rod. It drops in the water. What happens to make that 
um, bobber, so to speak, coming to the surface and everything? So what happens is um, the it, it works very similar to an auto-inflatable life jacket. I mean, everybody that's seen the auto-inflatable inflatable life jackets, most of them will, will recognize the little yellow salt tablet that goes in there. Okay. And uh, so what happens is water goes in, dissolves that salt, and it, it's just spring-loaded, and it fires the float out, which is – and the float assembly is actually – um, it's, it's about six or seven different pieces. Um, but they're all bonded together. Okay. So it, 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 it looks and feels like one, but, uh, it, all of them come with 60 feet of fishing line and one end is tied to the body, which is glued onto your fishing rod or epoxied onto your fishing rod. And that is your handle. And I mean, you grab a hold of it every time, but once that float comes to the surface, you just pull your rod and reel back up and, obviously i mean he, even if a fish pulls it over i mean it's potentially you can get your rod reel fish everything back that's awesome you know, there's, can't guarantee that but can't guarantee you're gonna get fish back but more than likely we're gonna get your rod and reel back for you and um you know it it uh once that salt dissolves man there's nothing it can do but just come out and float to the surface you know so we we wind the, the line is uh wound on there and and uh just eases its way up to the surface and in the 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 um the buoyant part of it is just eva foam so that the natural feel of it is just like it the end of it is is just like a, a regular handle with your rod sure that's just very that's just very buoyant so what it does is it just comes to the surface and over the last couple of years you know since since we um since we uh released it um, what we've actually done because uh, once, when I released it, I thought that I had it, um, sealed off enough to the, to the elements to where it wouldn't go off. And right after we released, we released it back in 2015, I think it was, um, you know, put it in a couple of kayak anglers hands and, and every time they'd set, just barely set it in the water, boom, it set it off. So what, um, we've act, what I've actually done is there's a, uh, and, and this is a whole nother patent too, but, um, what I've actually done is, is seal it off that there's a, a water permeable membrane on the back of it. And it's just a, it's a, just a little black pup, black plug. And it's basically like a coffee filter. Okay. So what happens is it's got to have water pressure for the, the water to actually get to the salt bottom now. So I mean, when you're when you're fishing and and you're especially in a kayak, and it's it's designed for kayak anglers. And the reason I say that is because we want I want it to be. You guys are in the the wettest conditions. Sure. And for a water activated device, I mean, we've got to cover all the bases with that. So and what that little plug does is it it, it just keeps it sealed enough, and it can't ever be sealed sealed off 100% or it'll never go off. Right, right, right. But what that does is it is it allows the water pressure to force its way in, and once it gets in, it forces the air out of the, the cavity of the body, and once that's once it hits that, it dissolves the salt, and then it shoots it out. Gotcha. Yeah, that was going to so, be that was going to be one of my questions because I know you know even me personally when I'm out fishing, sometimes you're 
you know, reaching over to pull a fish in and you're kind of sticking the butt end of your rod in the water just a little bit, yep. you know, you pull it out. So, yeah. So basically what you're saying is it won't go off unless it's in water and, you know, it's pretty much sinking. So it's got some right. water pressure on it to, to, you know, set it off. So, right. Well, now, now here's the deal. It, it'll go off at any depth. Okay. Now, it, it, it's got, but at shallow depths, it's got to be in water for an extended period of time. I mean, if it's in six inches of water, you got to leave it in there all day for the water to eventually get into that salt tablet for it to go off. Gotcha. But in most cases, you're not leaving the butt of your the, the butt of your rod in, in water all day long. Right, right, so, right. So, or if or if you are, and you've invested in safer outdoors, then I mean, we recommend that you you just get them lifted up. You know, I mean, and almost all of the all of the um, uh, kayak fishing tackle boxes, the the the, the tackle fins with the uh, with the with the rocket tubes on the side. I mean, they're they're all up and out of the bottom of your kayak and never have any issues. Right, so. right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's sweet. Uh, I mean, that's super cool because I know that was, you know, a concern that I've seen when the product's actually been talked about is, you know, if I stick the butt end of my yeah. rod in the water, is it going to go off right away? So, right. And, and so say you do drop a rod, it goes off. Um, you can order a kit, right. From savior and right. it's like a reload kit and then put it all together and then you're back to normal again. Right. Right. The reload kits are eight ninety five, Um, and it, uh, and we've got videos and everything to, to show you how to reload it, you know, all the little things to look for. But once you do it once, man, it's, it's so self-explanatory that it's, it's, it's super easy. So in the, in the, the center screw of it is what compresses the spring. Um, so there's, you don't have to try to try to compress a spring and then, and then try to get a screw in and all that stuff. And it, it, everybody will see it on the, on the website. But, um, yeah, once it, it, the the reload kit comes with a new spring and a, a new salt tablet too, because more you 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 end up losing the spring more than likely. Um, people sometimes have an issue with that because and, and they want to try to tie that the the, uh, the main line through the through the spring somehow. But man, I mean, it's just always scary to do that to to uh, try to run that and save a. a a uh, a cheap spring, sure, you know? sure, so, sure. But um, but yeah. So I mean, it, that's that's uh, that's that's what comes with the reload kit. Nice, nice. So um, can these be retrofitted on basically any type of fishing rod? Basically any type of fishing rod, as long as it's hollow core. Almost all the fishing rods are these days. I mean, I haven't run across one that isn't hollow core. A lot of your older style fishing rods were solid sure. fiberglass cores, but um, nowadays everything's hollow core. I mean, the technology is such that you know they want them to be as light as possible, and and that's a, that's another thing with the weight of it. It weighs uh, 1.4 ounces, but all of the weight of it is at the butt of the fishing rod, and it counterbalances the tip heaviness of most fishing rods. Sure. So a lot of people like the feel of it. You know, it, it, it kind of it balances the rod out nicely in their hands. 
and uh, it's not so tip heavy, so it doesn't wear them out as fast. Yeah, no, that's sweet. That's sweet. So um, I know the big thing is is like how I hear a lot of guys like, I don't want to cut my rod up. You know, like how hard is this going to be? I mean, um, I actually uh, fished with Jay over the weekend, and he was like, you know, the first time I did it, he was like, I was scared, man. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. He's like, I called Corey and he was like, just calm down. Like super easy. And he did it once and he's like, that's it. Like it, it was that easy. He, I mean, he didn't, you know, yeah. he, he thought it, there was going to be more to it. And I mean, me personally, I've, I've built some fishing rods. Um, so, I mean, I kind of know how that stuff goes. Um, mm. so I mean, basically what you're hacking off the butt end, if you have a butt end on your rod and uh, no, no, you're not, we, you don't have to hack anything until it. So all you're basically doing is you're basically, you're taking off the, the grip. Okay. Okay. The, uh, the existing grip, the existing grip. Now, if, if your grip is a longer grip, you may have to trim a little bit of the rod blank. Okay. But, it, it's, I mean, the most I've ever had to trim off the, off the, off of a rod blank is like a quarter of an inch. Okay. And that's it. Okay. Because we want to, we want to utilize that rod blank for, for a solid base for it. Sure. Because this thing becomes the handle of your fishing rod. We, we, there's, we, we don't want you to feel anything. So when this thing's on there, we want it to be rock solid and, and, uh, to the point where, it's a natural feel. When you pick that rod up, we don't want we don't want it to change a whole lot from what you bought to what it to what it is now after Savior's on there. Gotcha. So, so I mean, yeah, we we utilize the rod blank. Um, we we want it to be there, and it's put on with your basic. Um, all you all you need, other than what we send you in the kit for the for the the retrofit, is some masking tape. And the rest of them are just hand tools, you know, a, 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 a utility knife, you know, maybe a little bit of sandpaper. That's sure. It. That's sure. Yeah. And then that's, yeah. it just gets like a, it's like a two part epoxy system that uh, bonds it to yeah. the rod. Right. And that's, you know, and, that, and that's what they use on all of your, um, Tip. all your real seats and stuff like that yep. anyway. Yep. So, I mean, it's all typical. It's all typical. In the basket tape, the only thing it's used for, is just to build up so so the the retrieval devices will fit all hollow, hollow core fishing rods up to 0. 0.600 inches, which is about five eighths of an inch. Yeah, that's a pretty diameter. thick rod. Yeah, it's it's a pretty thick rod. So up to so anything smaller than that, you may have to put make make some put some masking tape on there to build that up. So that then you can epoxy it, just so that there's a solid base underneath there. Right. And then once the epoxy sets up, it's good as gold. So you're ready to go. Yeah, which I, I know from my experience, just building some fishing rods. I mean, a lot of times that's how real seats are put on rods. Um, some of your mm -hmm. cork grips, things of that nature. You know, because not every uh, real seat is going to fit on every rod. Um, right. So that's that's basically the way I was taught. Build it up with some masking tape, and then you fill in the voids and around the masking tape with some of that two-part epoxy. Let it sit. It yep. dries, and it's solid as can be. So, 
No, that makes sense. Not going anywhere. Yeah, and I'm glad I got that wrong because I think that's a big misconception, you know, that a lot of people think you're just cutting off the butt end. But it makes sense now that you said it, you know, you can score that end butt piece that you have on there with a a utility knife, peel it off, a little sandpaper to clean up the rod, and then you're setting up to uh, glue the new retrieval device on. That's perfect. That's beautiful. Right. That's awesome. Now, as a business, it's easier to buy a fishing rod with it already on. And that's, and that's kind of our, that's kind of my, the, the next venture. Um, um, save your fishing rods was, it's, was a great, I'm not even going to call it a trial run. It was, it was just to kind of show that, Hey, we can sell these things as a, as a complete fishing rod to the public with this thing already installed and people like them. And, um, that's, and that's what our next step is. That's where we're going. We're talking to a couple other companies that are, um, getting them that, that are going to buy them in hopes to license it, um, with, and sell them with, and sell their rods with our retrieval devices on them installed, ready to go. Gotcha. So, um, and that's, that's our next step and that's where we're heading and then we're making good headway with it. We've got a, We've got one company um, right now called Old 18 Outfitters, and um, they're a brand-new company. They're a veteran-owned company, and uh, these guys have been building rods for 30 years. That's awesome. They've built, they built, they built some of the um, – some very popular fishing rods. Um, I don't know that I can go down their whole name. I don't, sure. want, I don't really want to because I want to promote um, Old 18 with Savior on them. But, nice. Um, but yeah, I mean these guys know how to build fishing rods. Um, they and they're what they've done is their production model, um, which is starts off at seventy nine ninety five through them with the savior on it. And these guys take the savior and they don't just do like what, what we were just talking about. And and the way we were just talking about how to install them as a retrofit is just fine. But what these guys do is they take and completely build the butt section of that fishing rod around the savior. So when you, when you call them up and you order a savior, man, they, they take and they use the lightest, um, uh, it's basically Bondo, but it's, that makes it lighter than the, 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 um, than the, uh, the masking tape and and using all the epoxy. Right. I mean, they, they think of everything, you know I mean? And then, and then they, then they come back and they rewrap the the butt section of that rod so that it's a seamless fit. I mean, the length, the action, everything stays the same. I mean, it's, it's incredible the way these guys actually, what they actually do when, when they do put a a savior on these rods. So these guys know. That's super cool. These guys know how to do it. So, and they're just starting. I mean, they're they're a veteran-owned company. Uh, they, they're from right down here in Conroe, Texas. Okay. And um, and they've been uh, they've been interested interested in it for quite a while. And we just launched that a couple weeks ago um, with them doing that. And we've got more companies coming down the pipe too that that want to do it too. So that's that's super exciting for us. Oh, I bet. I mean, in that price point too. I mean, that's that's pretty stellar. Starting out at eighty bucks, yeah. eighty bucks a rod. Are those available for sale right now? Yeah, they're available available for sale uh, with with the retrofits. Not with the retrofits. With with the retrieval devices installed on there that are one twenty. Oh, okay, okay, very cool. And I think 
I think still until January they've got free shipping on orders above a hundred bucks. Oh wow, sweet, sweet. So very cool. Well, I guess from there, um, you know, you took that retrieval device and also applied it to some other things as well, um, not yeah. just fishing rods. So um, I know you get it for GoPro mounts, uh, fishing bows or uh, bow fishing bows. And, yep. uh, and for actual, uh, fishing nets, correct? Uh, we haven't done it for fishing nets yet. Okay. Um, the, we've talked about doing that a little bit. Um, but really the way, um, and what most people, what, what we've, what we've really talked about is, you know, savior is for keeping the performance of the product that you're using like the fishing rod or the fishing bow, something that you need to perform and you don't want to wrap a bunch of foam around sure. because the foam deadens the sensitivity of it. We're not going to deaden the sensitivity of, of, a, of a fishing net. So, you know, not saying that we will never do it, but for right now we're going to concentrate on the, the, the camera mounts and the fishing bow retrievers. And, uh, yeah, we've got – more exciting news on the fishing bow side of it and uh we're hooking up with interlock bow fishing and the uh the bow retriever is going to be offered in, the, in their uh in their magazine their catalog this year oh very cool up, so. very cool <laughs> well, and uh got cory got cory brossman i don't know if it, probably not a lot of kayak anglers have heard of cory brossman but he's a he's a big big time bow fisherman bow okay. fishing um that work bow fisherman that works on works with interlock and uh yeah he's been promoting it too and uh it's it's doing fantastic so well i think i think the reason why the uh the net thing came up is i think scott actually saw something where somebody retrofitted one onto a fishing net and you know the guy dropped the net in the water bobber came up and the guy got his net back so i think that's where it came from because scott did the show notes tonight so i'm not gonna lie to you guys (laughs) But uh, he he was telling me about it, and I was like, that's actually a cool thought because, uh, you know, I have a net that actually floats, and I actually had it fall out of my boat once. Granted, it didn't get too far, but, I mean, that that's a pretty killer idea that, you know, whomever it was that did that, um, it worked. But the thing that I really like is the GoPro thing because, I mean, I got uh, two GoPro Hero Blacks. I mean, I drop one of those in the drink, that's 300 bones down the drain, so to speak. Yep. So. Yep. And and, and uh, those things are, um, they, 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 they work so well with all the attachments that you can put on a camera. You know, I mean, you don't have to, it, it just, it replaces a screw. Right. It replaces one of the set screws for your camera. Right. So, you know, I hadn't even thought about this. And, um, you know, this is back a couple of years ago. I picked up a GoPro to go on a fishing trip with a couple of buddies of mine. And as soon as I picked it up, I was like, I knew instantly what to do with it. You know, I knew instantly how to do it. Sure, so sure. It, it just kind of that 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 whole idea for the for the GoPro mount evolved in like a day. <laughs> yeah, no, I believe it. <laughs> and, uh, 
and uh, came home, drew up some some attachments, and, and within about a month, I had the uh, I had the attachments ready to go, and we launched it. I don't know about a year later, but um, but uh, but yeah, did a bunch of testing on them, and because we didn't know how the we know how we know how fishing rods sink, um, and the the we wanted to to test how GoPro sank and 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 things like that, so that you know we we covered all our bases before before we even launched anything so sure but um but yeah they've they've been popular we've been kind of quiet with those we really haven't had uh, we, we really haven't had a lot of uh, uh done a lot of of uh, promoting those because the, the fishing rod part of it is it, we have so much invested in the fishing rod part of it that you know that that's that's been the uh, the main focus of it Sure. I mean, those things are just quietly going. You know, I mean, it's it's like people see it and they're like, okay, I get it, and uh, they like them. So, so here's a question for you: um, as as far as the GoPros go, if you're doing underwater footage, is it the same way as the fishing rods, where that bobber won't deploy right away? So, you know, you see a lot of guys releasing fish and getting. A little bit of underwater action of the fish, you know, hitting the water and taking off. Is is the retrieval device on the GoPro mount the same way? Where, um, it, you know, it it, it will. Okay. But the the um, a lot of the guys, I mean, it, it yes, it will. The 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 uh, water pressure is gonna going to be the thing that affects it. But I mean, when you're doing that time and time again, it's it's just you end up being um, more susceptible to to it setting off. And setting it off isn't always a bad thing, you know. I mean, it's it's um, you know, it could mean that you've lost it, you know, or it was going to be lost or something like that. Sure. But I mean, it it it's um, in the. Jeff Jones, one of my other pro staff guys, he's got one that he runs right down on the water. Okay. And I mean, this thing, this thing isn't but four or five inches off the water. Okay. And he's got a little dome that he puts it in. Okay. And, uh, man, he gets some killer shots like that. It's, it's never been something that is meant to stay underwater. It's sure. It's just meant to, you know, um, go off when it is in water. Basically. Gotcha. So, but it's, but now with the depth thing, it's, um, that sounds more complicated than anything. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, it, that was just my own curiosity as we were sitting here talking about it. I was thinking about it, you know. Um, I mean, obviously, if it's getting wet, right, you take that risk. But um, I guess my question you was could just, probably do that. You could probably do that. A, you could probably do that a hundred times, and, and it never go off. Okay. And okay. Uh, but I mean, so yeah. But I mean, you just got to watch the depth because more than likely when you're fishing you're in and it's on your fishing rod you're only going to go in four or five six inches sure sure but you know with with a gopro i mean you're wanting to keep going further and further and further to see the fish sure so you know because you've got that thing on on a on a wand or an extension of some kind to get that footage and the further down you push it the more susceptible it is gotcha so gotcha where you're where you're fishing rod, you're not necessarily keep pushing it down. You want you're wanting to get it out of the water, right? You know, right, right. so very cool. Okay, sweet, sweet, awesome. Um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, wh- where can folks go to get the retrieval devices and everything uh, of that nature? www.saviouroutdoors.com. S-A-V-U-R outdoors.com. Very cool. And you guys are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, correct? Uh, just on, mainly just on Facebook. Okay. Um, mainly just on Facebook. It's easier to control for me. So sure. Okay. Okay. The main place. Very cool. Are you guys going to be at any fishing shows this, uh, this winter? You know, we've got some plans to do a couple. Um, we've got some other bigger plans to do some, uh, some way different things, but I really can't announce that, but, um, it's, it's looking up, man. It's looking, it's really going to be exciting for 2019, man. It's I, I haven't been this excited for a fishing season. Uh, knowing what's going into it in a long time. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun this year. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm super excited for you guys, man. I mean, you know, um, you guys made it through uh, in the Kayak Angler's Choice Awards to the second round. I mean, that's that's a huge accomplishment, so congrats on that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, hopefully next year you guys are taking home the bread and butter. But, uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be nice, man. I mean, and a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, getting us out there more. I mean, we've had so many, so much traffic to the website, just checking it out to see what it is. And, uh, you know, a lot of friend requests to me, but, uh, but, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's still so new, you know, I mean, the, the kayak fishing industry is still just kind of, it's still exploding. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's getting to the point where, you know, people, guys are spending more money. I mean, look at the boats that are out now. You know, yeah, I mean, they're, right. They're, right. you know, people are spending more money. I mean, guys are more reluctant to spend more money on fishing around, which is, which is a good thing. And, you know, the platform's still small, you know, because you, you're one-on-one with the water, you know, sure. and one-on-one with the fish. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's never, that, that part of it's never going to change. You know, so, so that's, that's a good thing, man. They, and they, this sport needs to grow, you know, I mean, it, it, um, it's, uh, and we're, we got into it at the right time. I mean, me starting to, to develop this thing 10 years ago was right on time. Kind of, yeah. You know, come to think of it, you know, and trying to get it right. So, um, no. yeah, I mean, it's, it's exciting, man. No, it's, I hear you, man. I, uh, I had a conversation with a gentleman today, you know, it's, you know, Kayak fishing, I think, uh, caters more to your average Joe, so to speak. You know, like I put it to right. him, not everybody can afford a $60,000 bass boat these days. and no. You know, but you can get into a an awesome kayak for anywhere between 1000 and $4,000, you know, and have a pretty sweet exactly. rig. And like you said, you're, you know, you're one-on-one with the water, one-on-one with the fish, and, and all that good stuff. And it's you know you're seeing all the other aspects of the fishing industry go along with that and and explode with that as well you know and i can i can attest to that you know we started this podcast just to get info out there about you know kayak fishing in general and i know me and you had a conversation the other night where it's just like we're we're blowing up and it's it's just crazy we get emails every week from listeners saying thanks you know like you guys hit a topic that I had questions about or, you know, we get suggestions for topics that guys are questioning and, 
you know, they want more info on it. So we dig deep into that and try to get that info out there. And, you know, I, the, I had heard about savior before. And then, uh, when I actually met Jay and I saw everything, I'm like, this is genius, you know? So, I mean, that's obviously why we reached out to you, man. We just think it's such a great product. And I think, you know, every fishing rod should have it on it. Um, I know I'm putting it on my rods. I got, I got some rods on order and, uh, I got to get my retrieval devices on this winter. I'm getting them for my GoPros. It's just that extra security to protect that investment that, you know, we all drop a ton of money into whether we want to admit it to our wives or not, you know, <laughs> we, we spend a ton of money in, and this simple device just, you know, secures that, you know? I mean, as much as yep. some of the fishing rod manufacturers may not want to hear the fact that you can get your rod after you dump it back because that means it's losing a rod sale. But, you know, for us, you know. Oh, they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. But you know what, man? They hate for, me. For, for us average Joes that are spending our hard-earned money, you know, it it just it just makes sense. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, I probably shouldn't spend this 150 bucks on this rod, but you know, I can spend an extra 30 in this rod. I know if anything ever happens, I'm going to get it back, you know? Right. And, uh, right. especially I know, um, <laughs> I, I had a conversation with Jay and we have an upcoming guest. Uh, Jay was out in Idaho fishing for sturgeon and the gentleman he was with his kayak tipped over and he lost three rods. Guy didn't have savior retrieval devices on it. And he lost those three rods and you know, they had a long conversation about it, I guess, after it all happened. And uh, needless to say, I believe the guy is ordering some uh, retrieval devices from you. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was some scary business, and we're going to hear about it, I believe, next week. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things that, you know, you hear every day, kayak anglers, you know guy takes a bad wave or not paying attention falls out of his boat flips his boat you know they're losing half their gear well you know with this simple you know investment into a retrieval device you're getting all that stuff back if the worst yeah you know know? i mean you know i mean and with you know there's been some events here happened here recently that um you know i mean it's uh you know like i'd like to think of it you know even put rod floats into this category you know i mean the thing is is you know i'd like to see people look at it also as like a safety feature you know i mean you don't have to make that sudden jerk especially when the water's cold you know i mean sure when it's 95 degrees outside and the water's 80 yeah i mean maybe you want to tip the (laughs) jump on a kayak (laughs) right right right. but i mean but i mean right now man it's not an option you know right and 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 when it comes down to when it comes down to safety on the water, kayak anglers on the, safety on the water. I mean, you know, I mean, I'd like for people to start thinking of even if it's not a savior, man. You, even if you want to invest in a in a, in a rod float, if you're not if you're not bass fishing or something like that. I mean, it, it's got to be something to where you know you're not making that sudden jerk because I don't care if you're on the most stable kayak in the world, man. I mean, you don't have a lot of room. You know, I mean, and, and you can be the one falling out. The kayak may, may not ever tip over. But, sure. I mean, you may end up falling out, you know, and for a fishing rod, you know I mean? Right. And, and just to have that added peace of mind on the water, man, 
it can go a long ways. You know, knowing that, hey, you know, whoops, that rod went in the water, but it's going to come back. And yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to worry about it. You know, and, and that's what that's what makes me sleep easy at night. And it's not the fact that, you know, it, it, it's a rod floater or a savior. I mean, it's it's got to be, you know, a conscious effort to say, listen, man, I mean, we don't need to be jumping in the water, when, especially when you guys are cold now. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it, and it, it's got to be, you know, and that's what I'd like to see is that, that people look more towards the safety aspect of it. You know, I mean, I know that losing 150 bucks to a lot of people is a lot of money. Sure. It is to me, too. But, I mean, look at, you know, you got to come home, man. Yeah. You know, you got, you got kids, you got people who love you. So, I mean, yeah. don't let that thing, don't let losing a rod be the thing that, that does something to, to get you hurt or something like that. You know, I mean, just that peace of mind is what is what we want to see and and uh people be safe so yeah no absolutely man that's something that we try to preach all the time whether it's wearing a pfd or you know this time of year wearing a dry suit i mean it's it's no joke and you know it's one of those situations where you know people are always like oh it'll never happen to me i'll never fall out of my boat and you know it always happens when it's least expected and you know that's when serious stuff happens and it's like a, like an instance like you're talking about you almost drop your rod in the water and somebody's jumping in after it almost you know and they can yep. lose their life and it ain't worth it you know so i i, I hear saw you a on video that, the other day you know i saw a video the other day and, and um i'm probably going to share it here in the next couple of days because i saved it but um you know i mean it, it, the guy's first reaction he was on a bass boat and his first reaction was to jump in the water i mean he's he's in they're in cold weather gear you know i mean <laughs> You know, I mean, it's, it's like, ain't but, worth it. you know, there, there's ways to save this, man. I mean, even, even though there's even, even if you're on a bass boat, you know, sure. I mean, it, these things happen, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. we're, we're focusing, to, we're focusing on the kayak world, but you know, I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, who knows why people go in the water like that, but you know, I get it. You know, you're saving that money, Sure. but I mean, dude, the dude comes up, he, he's ruined his cell phone, lost his keys <laughs> in the water. I <laughs> think, you know, it's like, yeah, dude. I could have saved the whole thing for you. You didn't even have yeah. to do that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, no, I hear you on that, man. I, I mean, I, I I, get out on big boats all the time, and uh, I, I do some pretty, pretty intense walleye fishing with a friend of mine, and we're on Lake Erie, Green Bay, you know, big bodies of water where, you know, we've been out in four or five-foot waves, and, you know, it ain't worth it, you know. If the rock goes over, it, it goes it, over, you know. Um, yep, exactly. So, I mean that that's so that that's a perfect example, like you said that video, and I can't wait to see it because you know it's just it's one of those things. Why? I mean, you know, now you can't right. get in your truck. You're gonna pay what nowadays four, five, six hundred dollars for a new cell phone, all that stuff when you could have put on a savior yep. for you know thirty, forty bucks and. You know, not yep. even worried about and it. And if you're fishing a tournament, man, you just wasted half your day on getting warm clothes on. Yeah, right, 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 right. There goes your first yeah, place prize so, money. <laughs> there it goes, man. Could have saved you. <laughs> That's awesome. So. Awesome. Very cool, man. Well, uh, I mean, you got anything to add to this, Corey? I mean, this has been uh, this has been great. I don't know if I missed anything, but if you got anything to add, feel free. And then. Uh, why don't you plug the website and the Facebook page one more time? Yep. Uh, the website is, is uh, www.savioroutdoors, S-A-V-U-R, outdoors.com. 
and just save your outdoors for Facebook, and that'll find us. Awesome, awesome. Thanks so much, Corey. Man, this is uh, this has been a great conversation. Uh, for you, all you listeners out there, uh, don't forget to follow us at paddle the letter n in fin dot com. Um, I got a new blog post that'll be posted this week uh, regarding planning for tournament fishing next season. So it'll be a good read. Uh, paddle and fin gear is still for sale on the website. Um, Scott renewed the promo code 10% off your order. Just use promo code paddle and, uh, that'll save you 10%. I know I just got a hoodie and a couple more t-shirts in the mail today. Um, everybody's been, uh, you know, buying some stuff up. So we wanted to renew that promo code going through till the end of Christmas. So if you guys are interested in any of that, uh, feel free to pick it up. So, um, Thanks again, Corey. Until next time, guys, tight lines, smooth paddling, and be safe out there. Thanks. Hey, uh, I'll uh, add something to that, too, man. We'll do a, uh, a paddle and fin discount code for Savior, too. Just paddle and fin will save 10%. Oh, sweet, man. Awesome. So there you go, so listeners. I'll, we'll go make that active here in about 10 minutes, and uh, you guys can, you guys can uh, use those for your stocking stuffers. Awesome, so, Corey. Thank you so it'll much, be, man just do we'll just do paddle and fin does that sound good brian yeah that'll work all lower all all lower case yeah if you guys 10 percent. that's awesome all right all right there you go listeners we'll make it good through uh the first of the year awesome thank you so much man so there you go guys get out there and get them you know you need them so all right guys until next time legendary shows in the outdoors is on waypoint tv don't miss primo's truth about hunting wednesday nights at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment i'm will cooper and you're listening to hunt stands make your mark podcast on the waypoint podcast network stick around as i bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life